Hey everyone, my name is Ricardo. I am a tech entrepreneur living in Prague, Czech Republic. On this podcast, I would like to share the stories, struggles, insights, and resources of value-driven leaders living in different parts of the world with the idea to inspire you and give you practical tips to move forward with your projects. Thanks for joining us, and let's get started. Hi, everyone. Today, we're talking with Amanda Mataya. She is the founder and CEO at Prague Integration. They are helping uh, expats, especially with uh, mental health services and other kind of services for improving the integration of, of this community into the Czech Republic life. So welcome, Amanda. How are you doing? Hello. Thank you so much for having me. I'm doing very good. A uh, little bit affected by the Prague weather. But uh, I forgive it because it's such a beautiful city. So, yeah, doing good. How about you? I'm good, good. Yeah, well, the weather is a bit better now, but yeah, <laughs> it has been rainy a few days now. It has been rainy, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so since we are talking about, yeah, about Prague as a beautiful city, so what actually brings you to Prague and the Czech Republic especially? <laughs> Well, for me, um, it was just uh, circumstances of the events. Uh, I came here for uh, studying first, uh, had an internship, and then I, I stayed here. Yeah, I stayed here. I moved after my degree when I, that I finished in Zagreb. And uh, I started uh, my career here. First, I worked in sales. Then I moved to uh, marketing, then back in sales and Now I am my own boss, meaning I am entrepreneur, CEO and founder of Prague Integration. Yeah, Good. that's yeah. My, my journey here for Prague. Yeah, and, and I was mentioning in the intro, so you, you are leading this company called Prague Integration, working with mental health. So, yeah, what brings you to work in mental health? What was that trigger for you in this journey? What makes you to start Prague Integration? Yeah. I mean, very honestly and briefly, COVID was here the main indicator because we saw that in times of COVID, there were not enough of the services for expats in English language, right? Uh, we always struggled with, uh, you know, just finding a general practitioner who speaks English uh, between the expat community. Uh, I'm not talking about the mental health help, right? There were not a lot of therapists who speak English, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. And then we mobilized some therapists who speak English, also foreigners to help other foreigners in this situation, starting first with the support groups during COVID and then developing towards uh, individual counseling and psychotherapy. So, yeah, that's, that's how it actually started. Um, I always wanted to do something on my own and I always believed in the power of the mental health in transforming people's lives and in power of you know counseling and psychotherapy itself so all together packed uh, it was a logical step for me to step out of the business I work for a big IT company to step out of the business there and start something on my own so voila <laughs> great so you you build something out of um maybe a bad moment in, in, in the last three years, but yeah, now you are helping a lot of people to get out of this problem. Yeah, yeah. 
Good. And what is Prague integration right now, apart from mental health, do you have any other services? If you can yeah, walk us through yeah. what does it mean, Prague integration uh, in 2023? Uh, <laughs> it started as integration service, but then Czech Republic uh, introduced the obligatory integration uh, service on the national level, meaning on the NGO level. So I ne needed to switch my game. I then uh, decided to move forward with the mental health, right? So we are primarily mental health service, but also we are providing the uh, well-being and also uh, entrepreneurial support. Our main uh, service is individual psychotherapy for the experts. We have more than 23 uh, counselors in the team providing uh, their service in plus 12 languages. Uh, we also do group support. We're doing group support with ADHD, and now we're going to do group support with the eating disorders. Uh, the third part that we are also doing is uh, wellness and well-being for the companies. We are helping uh, helping sorry companies to implement uh, well-being uh, programs into uh, their employee benefits and organize our workshops, right? And we are very specific in this. We are uh, doing a lot of stuff with burnout prevention, mental health, times of uncertainty, uh, mental health first aid, neurodiversity, so all the hot topics that you're talking about at the, at the workplace as well, right? And the third part, we are doing entrepreneurial support and career coaching. We're helping uh, experts in Prague to open their own business, start their own journey, and also help them in coaching in their careers. Good. So that sounds like a lot of services to, to cover. So how does it typically look a day for you? Uh, and how do you structure your journey at the moment? Uh, my day, uh, usually I'm not an early bird. I usually go to sleep later, so wake up a little bit later. My day usually starts with some, you know, good breakfast uh, and reading a book, trying to a little bit chill and relax before I hit uh, the road to, to the office with numerous projects. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I work in a way of having a dedicated person for each of the projects, right? So I coordinate with them. Uh, I have a really trustful, trustworthy team and uh, they're, uh, they're amazing professionals and very motivated. So it's easy, you know, to work when you already have an expert who's providing a certain service in your team and you're just basically, you know, developing the business. I have a lot of meetings during the day. I am now very active in engaging the corporate clients for services. So mostly my days uh, are now uh, looking uh, into like talking with them and having the meetings with them. I never skip lunch uh, and I never skip my exercise uh, and I never skip a day that I don't, you know, talk with a friend or someone on the phone because I'm a very social person. But uh, for, for some days, you know, I have days when I work a lot and for some days I have uh, time when I work just a few hours, right? But most of my days, uh, you know, I work, you know, up to 10 hours and I try to, you know, uh, have a lot of other, how they say, activities that fulfill my life, not just, you know, not just work, no matter how, you know, we all think entrepreneurs do work, they do work a lot, but, you know, I, I am very uh, big ambassador of mental health. That's why I Prague integration, right? It will be hypocritical for me to not stand for that. So I do, I have my uh, well-being moments. I cannot live without them during the day. Yeah. Good. And in this uh, career for you, so do you have any specific values that 
that you try to run your business with your team yeah. and also if yeah. you have any anything that is non-negotiable while you are running your business like for example you mentioned uh yeah not the skipping lunch <laughs> is there anything else like that or yeah, yeah i mean for the values you know it's very we are very i'm very uh straightforward person you know no i it's also i'm i'm, I'm from balkan i'm croatian girl i'm very straightforward and i don't talk in 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 gloves right so i said things directly that they are i'm very transparent I think I, uh, when running my business, I try to stay for uh, the professionalism, and I always, you know, really, you know, would stand for my team and for my clients. This is something, you know, very negotiable as well. Uh, we say uh, once for one for all, all for one. This is how also I try to instruct my team to work with, and that we are, you know, here to support and help each other. You were working in mental health help. It's a very difficult field and industry to work with. You are meeting, you know, simply people with difficulties in personal, professional life. It can be coming from, you know, anxiety, depression, but it can be something more serious diagnosis. So it's it's not easy to work in this field, right? And having a lot of sessions that we're having per day as, as, as we are very full, um, our team also, you know, needs to feel that they're cared, you know, and that they're supported, especially from, from the management side. So I'm really insisting on that. I'm really, you know, insisting in a, in a holistic approach with our, with our clients. Uh, if, uh, you know, we need to uh, include another expert, we are very okay also to in, involve or recommend our clients to some other service. And that's taking, you know, uh, clients to ourselves, Right. So uh, and also thinking about our safety and privacy of our of our clients as expert community in Prague is very, very small. Right. So we are trying also for, you know, not to as much as we can, not to meet our clients in, in, in person, something even randomly, you know. So I, I think these are some of the things we, we stand for and that are like no negotiables and values in our business. Yeah. Good. Yeah, um, just before going and going deeper into the problems of mental health, so uh, maybe I would like to know first, like, yeah, do you have any th thoughts or any contrarian uh, belief that maybe are against the status quo of mental health or how people are working or or trying to take care of themselves. Well, I'll tell you one. I'll tell you one. It's very, very common that, you know, that the therapist, you know, always, you know, needs to know uh, reply to, to, to everything. And the therapist, you know, are just like solid rocks that stand that, they, you know, uh, they are people without any problems, but it's not it's not true. Uh, I mean, you know, at, especially at the beginning of the, of the journey of a therapist, you take a lot of stuff home and it's, it's sometimes really impossible to stay uh, emotionless on all of the things you hear during the day, you know, and what is happening, right, with, with your clients and also therapists. I'm saying they need their own therapist. That's true. That's true. They all need their own therapist. They all go for supervision. And uh, they are also human as everyone else. They not have any superpowers, but they're, you know, they're professionally equipped to help and support you. Yeah. Good. Do you have another contrarian thinking into this no, industry or no. that I one mean, is especially <laughs> that's one is special that's what i want to share yeah good good um yeah so 
now talking more about yeah we have been mentioning mental health in general but yeah what are the most common issues that we see happening thanks to problems like a pandemic or any other issues that we can have in our daily life based on your experience what is the most common problems and what has been your experience about how to help people into this it takes time or Yeah, how, how does it work if you can walk us through these well, problems? Well, you know, COVID was just a trigger to, for, to see in which kind of uncertainty we live and in which kind of an environment do we also live. Environment and society that lives on TikTok, Instagram, OnlyFans, stories, drugs, yeah, Uh, uncertainty, career, looks, surgeries, name it, right? We as a, as a society, I think we, we, as much as we have really developed technologically and uh, evolutionally that we are going backwards with these things, right? This is my personal opinion, not my company's opinion, but I truly believe that we are in, in, in a solid problem altogether as a, as a civilization, right? And then from that, uh, we had the COVID shaking us all and said, you know, we'll stop, you know, stop working so hard, start taking care of yourself, start seeing what's important for you personally and so on. But generations and generations have been suffering, you know, from, the, from, from this. It now only became vivid. Uh, talking about that, logically, there are a lot of people who have anxiety, feel isolated, depressed, uh, uncertain, not enough, not good, lacking self-confidence and so on, coming not just from the external factors, coming also from some factors connected with the families, upbringing, life circumstances and situations and so on. Uh, talking about uh, the, some diagnosis you want me to hear to tell you, it's um, a lot of people now have ADHD, a lot of people now struggle with uh, OCD, borderline, bipolar, trauma, eating disorders, self-harm suicide, especially with teenagers. It's, uh, I would not now know the exact numbers, but, you know, every fourth, I think, and correct me if I'm wrong, adult in uh, states is diagnosed with ADHD or a child, sorry, a teenager child and also maybe seventh or eighth adult. I don't know now the numbers. I'll let you know. Uh, that shows us that the diagnostic system, you know, it's not uh, efficient enough and it's not working well enough because everyone now is all of a sudden diagnosed, right? So what we, you know, have and what we see is this um, diagnosis and uh, symptoms I have mentioned for you. So in this case, you know, we have an expert to help and support, right? Sometimes it's us in mostly 80, 90% of the cases, but sometimes we need the help and support from psychiatrist, right? Or from GP or from nutritionist or from business career coach and so on. So just a little bit, maybe walk to a little bit broaden to, to, to how it looks like. On timing wise, approximately takes six months to see to one year to see like some impacts and changes, you know. Some people go to therapy for three years, some people go to therapy for 10, 50, some people go to therapy all their life, you know. It's very hard to say, you know, this is 
approximate prevalence of time when this problem would be resolved, right? Uh, to make it a summary, uh, mental health is growing and uh, as more awareness that we spread, it will be better because we it would need to be more of resources of mental health, but the right and correct, you know, resources uh, and proper experts, diagnosis and support, right? I opened... Uh, internet and then everyone is mindfulness coach everyone is uh tantra kama sutra i don't know which kind of all, all this uh healing healer practitioners and so on you know like talking about mental health and mental health practitioners this in most of the cases this needs to be a trained psychologist psychotherapist psychiatrist and so on for the proper treatment and diagnosis right so this is, you know, some of my thinkings about it, yeah. Got it. And if someone is listening to this podcast and, yeah, and maybe they relate with some of the issues that you have mentioned, so how the journey should start for this person to to find a therapist or, yeah, and to find the ideal person who can help them with that problem? Is, how do you feel well, into that? Yeah. It's always good to, you know, like uh, make a, for an expert coming to the other country, right, to make a research about the mental health system, first of all. Uh, in Czech Republic, uh, it should be covered by the VZP, so by the basic health insurance. But the problem in Czech Republic is there not enough of public speaking psychologists, especially the ones who speak English, so therapy is completely private. So usually our experts and even locals now, right, should go to the to the private therapist, make a research. Of course, uh, read good bio, make a good research what person has practiced, what person has finished, what certificates does a person have. And then most importantly, if the person really, you know, has a good match with you and if you feel, you know, the trust and some connection first to start with. A proper, you know, therapist should uh, explain in the way how can work with a client, what can they apply, and so on, and create a safe and supportive in environment, right? Uh, there is generally a lack of therapists in, in even private ones, right? So there are some waiting lists, but we are really continuously employing uh, therapists. Uh, it's hard to find them, but we are really trying, so we for now do not have a, a waiting list. So I would invite experts to definitely contact us. Good. And how does it look? Uh, you, we have been talking in general about personal yeah, advice for someone like one's therapy, but how does it work for businesses? As you are mentioning that you are now collaborating with businesses and their benefit programs. So is this a topic that uh, HR and the companies are taking more seriously? And what they is the reason to. behind that? <laughs> They need to, otherwise they will lose employees and they will not be able to employ Gen Z. Gen Z wants what they want, pension benefits, freelance work, therapist. <laughs> Every Gen Z has a therapist, right? Uh, they, they they need to implement this. Uh, there is uh, a huge amount of people, you know, look at it, like leaving the corporates, talking about the burnout. Mm, people are nowadays, you know, uh, realizing what actually harm can some job roles and how harmful can be 
to actually, you know, be exposed to the toxic working environment, right? Uh, plus, not just talking about that need to implement these changes because of the working environment, because again, of the problems and uncertainty, you know, we are we are, we are living in. Uh, people are also becoming older and older, but you're getting older, the quality, you know, of the, the, the your mental health state slowly goes down, right? So we are as... I would say as society, you know, we need to implement as more, much as we can the awareness uh, of the mental health and wellness support. It will be between our, you know, starting from our family, in our education, in our workplace, from the state, you know, side, from private players. It needs to be implemented more, Right. So for the companies, we talk, speak with the HRs, and HRs do understand the importance of it, right? So they are driving this. Uh, and we are also trying to follow the trends because now we are following the trends of the neurodiverse. There are a lot of neurodivergent people. So ADHDers, OCDs, ADD, autism, right, clients. So uh, these are the ones who are also employ employees of the company. So learning how to work with them, you know, and how to support them, right, and how to help them or how to, you know, give them the resources because not HR can, you know, not help someone who is autistic, but they can give them the resources, right, how to deal with, with uh, autism uh, and as an individual and in, as a workplace, right? So this is where things should be going, right? Uh, there should be also, in, for me, you know, things that need to be besides that, besides mental health, should be implemented on the level of certain corporations of the shortening the working hours, four days, work week, and et cetera, et cetera. Where is it possible? Because this all, you know, creates some kind of a nurturing uh, environment and, you know, shows, you know, that uh, as, as, as a society, we can, you know, really, you know, corrupt, cooperate because I don't think we need eight hours work week, eight hours, sorry, a work day and 40 hours uh, work week. I think things can be very much sh shredded and that can work for our, you know, mental health. Good. So if you're, if I understood you well, so I think that that have to be kind of a holistic change in the way. Yeah. Uh, companies are approaching the the support system, let's say, of, yeah. of, of their employees. So I think this is something, of course, common in athletes, for example, that you have an entire team of like performance, performance coach or psychotherapist and other nutritionists and so on. So do you think is there any way to make these kind of services <laughs> affordable for yeah, how do you feel into how to bring no, affordability capitalism. into that? Yeah. It's capitalism. Everyone, mm -hmm. capitalism is driving us. Private sector, people will have to pay. Just look where the health system is going. Go call, um, I don't know, neurologist if you need it. Urologist, you need to wait a few, few months. You go to private, you wait one month. <laughs> who has money it pays you know who has money it lives it will unfortunately be like that this is where the system is going it will be good that state invests money in this kind of a things right it will be good that they have more NGOs and more employed psychologists but why would a psychologist work in an NGO with 20 25,000 check runs when a psychologist can work in a private practice triple 
Yeah, yeah. But I'm more referring from the point of view of, of businesses uh, which can create these environments. Of where, course, yeah. there is, that's private. Businesses are private. That's where money lays. They can do it. If their businesses can support the local community, that will be perfect. If they can, that will be perfect. Yeah, and talking not only about, yeah, of course, local community, of course, would be, let's say, the next level. But I assume that for a private business, the first level, of course, is their own team members, right? How to make sure that my team members are in the best state uh, mentally, physically, and so yeah, on. Yeah, this is uh, employee benefits program and uh, in, the, in, the, in the sessions that uh, some companies are uh, definitely getting from us. Uh, plus workshops where actually, you know, they must ensure the set level of the well-being of their employees before, you know, like uh, even, you know, stepping a foot in business because we need, of course, the mental and physical health to be able, of course, to, to function and work. That's for sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. Yeah. So I will move away more about the mental health topic for now. And I'm talking more about yourself and your own business. So, um yeah, how does it start at Prague Integration for you? It was something that you self-funded or you received funding outside as for, for investors? So how does it work for you to be sustainable? I as don't a have I don't I don't have any investors. Everything I did by myself, I put money in. I worked in a corporation before and I got nice severance pay. So I put some money from that and I had some money before to start. Yeah. So now we are in in positive way so i'm open eventually to investor but it will come for uh, for the next stage for now everything i funded by myself great and how does how do you recommend someone to maybe listening to start a business in the czech republic on this process so do you recommend this way that you are going to, uh, which is basically called bootstrapping and or yeah what is your feeling into this Part, like how to use your own savings or invest your own money and time into running your business. You need advice. You need advisory for this, right? You need to have a good business uh, business plan. Your idea needs to be scalable. You need advisory. I would always, I would always invest first to talking or with mentor or with some people who already founded some startups, right? Around our community, there are a lot of them. Yeah, you just go for there are a lot of founders meetings, especially. In, in Berlin, right? Um, international one speaking. Here in Czech Republic, still the international startup uh, scene, meaning expert opening business, is not big here, right? Germany is bigger, but I would definitely do significant research. Depending what you, how much you have, what you want to make, and so on, it's good if you, if you have money. It's always good to put your money, you know. Uh, if you if you if you don't have money, then you seek an investor. But you're going to be dependent on the investor, you know. It's it's yeah. always like this. I would first, of course, I would go for for the advisory. I would do good research. I would also go for the part of the like legally opening the company and so on. This is also important to to make a research about. And then I would, you know, see if my idea, you know, is scalable enough and where can I pitch for the fundings and how the whole, you know, uh, thing will then, you know, potentially enroll. And of course, what are my risks, right? Okay. Um, yeah, so since uh, you have been in this journey for a few years now, so what is the your key team yeah. members? How does it 
work for you apart from the psychotherapist uh, do you have any other team members and which are yeah, the key yeah, areas yeah. that you consider for for your business success yeah definitely business mentoring this is very big thing i have my friend uh, colleague and uh, he ex ceo and investor almar hilmarsson an amazing person he's uh, we are together working on developing the startup school for Prague foreigners and we are doing individual business mentoring sessions with him so i see also going there so almar is doing business mentoring we have of course people working in social media management in marketing uh operations sales uh and so on we are now building our sales team and we are of course in need of more colleagues who will help us with opening ourselves to the corporate sector and eventually going somewhere abroad i'm thinking about Ber berlin right but uh, most of my uh, colleagues are therapists good um yeah how is important for you marketing and sales and you mentioned of course that people is um addicted to tiktok and to <laughs> instagram and so on but yeah. maybe th these are uh, anyways channels that you can use to to arrive to people who need help because All of the same addiction <laughs> not, so not problem it's not problem to have instagram or tiktok right <laughs> no of course yeah. but i i'm just mentioning like how Yeah, how much of your business is coming thanks to social media compared to direct yeah, sales? It comes from social media. It comes maybe, let's say, for now, 20-30%, but a lot of it comes from recommendations. A lot of it comes from recommendations. Mm -hmm. In a good health service, mental health service, recommendation works perfectly, right? And we are small. Prague expat scene. Prague has, what, 1.3 million people. Expat... 10%, we are small community. Although we welcome locals now, and we're going to welcome, of course, more and more locals. But yeah, I would say 20, 30%. Yeah. Good. And in this journey, you mentioned you start your day with a book. So do you have any recommendation of books about mental health topics or any yeah. other? I would recommend advice? everyone uh, a book from uh, Lori Gottlieb. I will write you. Uh, maybe you should talk with someone. Uh, there's a book about perspective of psychotherapist uh, written in a very you know nice warm uh, happy sad but witty way about um, about the process of the therapy and how you know therapists and patient you know interact and showing showing their lives right uh, for everyone who, who who's ever doubting to start therapy beautiful book And I would recommend some of the books for entrepreneurs, right? And I even wrote here because I had to write everything. Uh, then I forget, you know, even what I, what I read. Uh, I would say everyone to start with the Lean Startup from Eric Rice. I will write you in an email so you can share it with the community. And uh, also the podcast, How I Build This, it's from Guy Raz. So mm -hmm. this is something I would also recommend to people. Good. Uh, do you have any key takeaways that you remember or uh, out of, for example, this podcast, how I build this? Uh, like, What makes you to recommend this specific podcast? Is, is something you remember out of this? I think like, you know, something just, you know, starting with nothing and getting some, you know, basic tools and knowledge and encouragement, first of all, and risk 
how to do it because like we all dream about having our businesses everyone you talk with oh i want to have this i want to have my own thing i want to sell my own stuff i don't want to work anymore under someone you know we all sell this but like we we are really like not always instructed educated uh resourced have money have power have drill you know and there is a lot of lot of work of becoming an entrepreneur but just you know listening to the direct uh advices and direct uh the, I say directions of the people who already build successful startups you know and building a community the community of the people you know who, who are there you can you can earn and get a lot not just about how to build stuff but also where to you know like you said pitch for the investors you know how to make a business plan how to uh, structure your marketing how to get what is your target group what is your you know need you're resolving on the market you know so this kind of things and it doesn't start just with you know stop sorry what with one book or one podcast you continuously need to educate yourself and first of all like they have no fear you know when i was at lamia to the people i don't have any shame or fear you know i know i really what i know for sure is now the quality of the product i stand for is the moment you have the knowledge that you, how much you trust and believe in your product and how much you think it can really resolve something you know this is the first and initial thing you need to have you need to you need to know your product the most punto <laughs> good uh, yeah you yeah you also mentioned that yeah about the the book of mental health and the doubts that people can have with mental health so do you remember any key takeaway of that book that makes you recommend it or is just in general the big picture of the book which the book i recommended uh yeah the book that well, maybe because, you should be listen, talking it's with just someone. it's just you know it's you have to read it uh, you have to read it to understand uh, it's a book you know when uh, how interference between how patient affects therapists and how therapists affects patient life you know and how we all kind of you know co-live together you know to actually support and help us it's it's brilliantly written yeah uh, moments i remember some of the moments she about her sitting with the client and seeing these transformations and so on but the way it's it's, it's written and i would i would you know i i stand for it so much because it it i think it really uh, triggers you to really think you know maybe i should really you know talk to someone and you know open myself to 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 someone i you know and don't know and someone who can actually you know help and support me and who will keep everything in between right because it's it's uh, therapist never says your 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 secrets right good and yeah just maybe as maybe as a selfish question or something but it's like what would be your recommendation if you are evaluating like yeah should we go to what we call a coach so basically it's a person who is trained but is more a coaching sessions or or directly to a therapist a, so what do you depends what? on a problem depends if you have a problem you're stuck in your career you don't know where you want to go and so on i would recommend specific a business coach if you're suffering and from complex depression trauma etc etc i would recommend going to the to the trained therapist who is dealing with this problematic 
but you you don't believe that maybe you need anyways both somehow or yeah sometimes yes it? sometimes yes if you if your anxiety you have deep anxiety and it comes from unsatisfaction with your workplace you can combine both got it got it so yeah that's good to know as well as a recommendation too um, definitely yeah um as a last point to today so you mentioned that of course people needs to be part of communities right um do you have any recommendations of communities in prague or, or in other places nearby prague or yeah that you follow uh yeah 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 there are, there are business? cool communities there are cool there is one called uh okay there's a big community for expat women expat, expat women in prague there is a community uh called dear ladies network it's mostly also for women and there is a meetup right meetup is very cool they have a lot of cool events especially for someone coming new to prague different events in you know in sports arts cinema just social gatherings language exchange and so on uh i would also encourage people you know to to um, go for some Yeah, sports, you know, also some yoga classes, dancing classes, salsa, but there are a lot of, really, lot of, lot of, lot of communities, communities there, right? Uh, even if you go on Facebook and you filter like events, there will be a lot of events in terms of, uh, you know, meeting each other, meeting people, uh, creating something. It's, I think Prague has a really good expat scene. Yeah. yeah, it would be, well, maybe later after the podcast, feel free if you have been participating in any of these communities feel free to share the links for them so we can put yes it in definitely the i can i can share the links by the end of the week yeah 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 that would be great yeah um yeah so i think this is it so thank you very this much amanda okay. thank you it has thank been you for having me i hope uh, it was informative for you and i hope that uh, we are also going to be informative for our listeners and i will share the links and uh i would be happy to one day meet you in person. Yeah, of course. And how can people reach you out uh, in online? So. Online, www.prageintegration.cz. Same on socials, Prague Integration. And email contact at prageintegration.cz. Okay, sounds good. So, yeah, feel cool. free to reach out to Amanda there or the team in general. And, well, all the best, Amanda, in your journey and, and growing Prague Integration. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me and wishing you all the best. <laughs> you too. See you around. Have a nice day. Bye. Thank you very much for joining us. I hope you have enjoyed the episode and got important insights to apply soon in your journey. Feel free to share with your friends and colleagues. See you in the next episode.